Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Life Is with Neil and Veronica. And happy Valentine's Day to those who celebrate formally or as you can see with Veronica's beautiful love sweater, uh, it's maybe sometimes informally that uh, we celebrate it. So um, uh, coming off of today's uh, day, we want to talk to you about that specifically where life is love. So we have a few things that we want to talk about today, some of them being maybe some history of our love story, um, whether it's from our past or our family. So I want to start off by, you know, maybe just talking a little bit about, um, you know, what Valentine's Day or how you sort of felt growing up, Veronica, uh, because I know now that we have kids, we've sort of, I guess, brought back the tradition of having a formal celebration because it's very uh, symbolic to them having that exchange of you know, little gifts and just, I guess, heightening the awareness of how loved they are, whether it's in friendship or family. So yeah, why don't you just share some maybe memories of Valentine's Day for you growing up? So growing up, I had some lovely memories about Valentine's Day, I feel like, Um, and then maybe not so lovely memories. And then it kind of, I guess, like morphed also when you and I, you know, got together and solidified our relationship and what that meant. So I guess like, you know, rewinding all the way back to when I was a kid, I did have very lovely memories. My parents did try and make it really special. I remember distinctly like going out and grabbing um, my lunch one day and there was like this little bag and this like, you know, used to be when like my mom could just walk into the school and kind of surprise me. And she hung like a, like a stuffed bear in my backpack with a cute little note. She always used to draw like these happy faces with a mole on it. I don't know why, because growing up, like, I think, was it Cindy Crawford cover girl? Anyways, like there's like this iconic beauty of like a mole. So she always drew like this happy face with a mole, but I remember like she left a little love note and that was really special. So I think it's about, you don't always have to wait for Valentine's day to do you know, a surprise gesture, anything like that. But of course, for Valentine's Day, there's hearts plastered everywhere. Yes, am I now feeding into it by wearing this heart sweater today? <laughs> for sure. You know, and then there's there's also like time periods where I think it can totally exacerbate like sometimes that lack of a feeling of love for sure. Um, I mean, as an adolescent and a teenager, did I know what love was? No, but did I want to be loved and did I want to be like wanted? Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes Valentine's day can bring about, you know, I think like negative emotions too, where, um, it's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, definitely when you and I got together, we called it commercial heart day. We did. We were like, it's commercial heart day. And I think, to the point like where our love was just like super apparent, you know, we didn't really hold back and people probably rolled their eyes and got really irritated with us. And we are huge, sappy cheese balls. People who know me will 1000% not hold back and be like, Veronica's a giant cheese ball. (laughs) 
Um, and you know, I think I just also like, let's be real. I don't like jumping onto trends and bandwagons and things like that too. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Everyone's going to do hearts. What's the opposite? No, I'm kidding. Not that I would do the opposite of that, but you know, we just like, don't wait. I think also the message a lot of times, like in our podcast too, is like, you don't need to wait for a reason to express your feelings, whether that be love or anything else or gratitude or, you know, whatever that is to the people around you. Um, in fact, we would probably encourage you, Neil, I know has encouraged me quite often to say like, don't hold back, like tell everyone how much you love them. It doesn't have to be a certain occasion. It doesn't have to be a certain reason. And maybe it will feel strange or weird or awkward at first, you know, but I did, like I sent a message today and I was like, I just love you. And I'm so happy that you're in my life because truly like getting a message from that person, like I just felt like, so like filled up again. Like, I just really was so happy to hear from, from them. So anyways, all to say, uh, you know, yeah, commercial heart day and, um, you know, all the hearts and everything else plastered everywhere and boxes of chocolate and flowers. And I don't really like flowers <laughs> that much. You know, when Neil and I first got together, I'd be like, if you're ever going to get me flowers, like one single one is fine. If you pick it from like a garden, that's even better. Or food. Is there such thing as like a food flower? Because <laughs> I'll take that. Um, but as you mentioned, you know, now that we have kids, we do really like celebrating and it is fun. And something that we do in our family that like for some reason has caught on is like themed napkins for every everything. Like it's just, and I think it's the meaning behind the things. It's not about the things, but it's the meaning and the memories associated with it. So, you know, these napkins are super fun and it's not about the napkin, but it's about, you know, we're sitting together, we're enjoying a meal together. The kids really like putting out a certain napkin or whatever that is. And there's a place setting for everybody. And so they really enjoy that. And like, it's just, I think uh, an excuse in a sense to go like above and beyond. So like, don't wait for that as an excuse, but I mean, be extra, <laughs> like go ahead, wear a heart sweater <laughs> like I'm doing and like, I'll wear this any day. But I think, you know, people seem to associate, okay, hearts, like, you know, you're getting ready for Valentine's day and like, I'm showing my nails, there's hearts all over my nails. So from the person that was like, oh, whatever commercial heart day. I mean, I'm like a walking Valentine's day. Ad no, you're not a, an ad for Valentine's day. I think you're just like, like you, that you just mentioned, it's just uh, an excuse or a reason or a set date to make it so extra for our family and for each other that it's just so apparent that like our love for, you know, each other or for the kids or between the three of them, they can just have that extra time and space to, to uh, express it. And I think, you know, you touched on a few things there when it comes to um, expressing love, right? And, and I guess now is a great time to talk about what we've touched on together. 
is the five love languages. And there's a book on this and it's a pretty well-known thing that there are five ways that people both enjoy giving their love and receiving their love and how they're ranked depends on the person, right? Depends on their upbringing, depends on who they are and multiple different factors. So for those who don't know, there's, you know, words of affirmation, there's gifts, there's quality time, there's um, acts of service, and then there's physical touch. So those are the five types of love languages that we all have. And everyone ranks them one through five a little bit differently. And when I think about, you know, over the last little while and the way our sort of love story has evolved and it really can go into any type of relationship that has love, whether it's friendship, whether it's between your family, whether it's between your kids, whether it's between, you know, a romantic partner, it's knowing those love languages for that person makes that relationship just feel so much more fulfilled, right? If you know that somebody like loves hearing words of affirmation and you just keep telling them that, like that makes them feel so loved, right? And if you're somebody who likes to receive like acts of service, right? And that, and your friend or your partner or your relationship knows that, and you see them doing that, it's just, it, it, it brings a whole new meaning to like that love that you get, right? Because, you know, love can be a feeling, but love is also like, a, like an action, right? So you can do so many different things to show your love. And I think it's just knowing that can make any relationship, whatever it is, feel so much more heightened when it comes to love. So I love that you have like the theory usually behind things. I'm just like the feeler and the just like get out there and do whatever and say whatever. And and then usually there's something to back it up, right? Like usually I'm saying something and you're like, actually, I just read something or listened to something about that. So I appreciate that you shared that, you know, and it's a well-known thing for sure. I've heard about it. I mean, do I know much about it? Actually, I don't because I just feel like I just go ahead and um, or maybe this is like a, you know, a point for me to get to know this a little bit better. But what you were saying is interesting because I find, you know, yes. Okay. So the five love languages that you mentioned, there's categories and, you know, there's like that bit of theory behind it. But what I'm really hearing in all of that is care and respect and knowing that other person. There's a lot that has to go into that, right? So I think like putting a spotlight on that in a sense of like, okay, so yeah, I mean, there's categories and like, once you know, it makes things easier, it can enhance your relationship because ultimately you're respecting preferences and you're really, you know, spending that time, which I think is a lovely thing in and of itself to understand what is meaningful for somebody. So I think it can branch out like also even so much more than that. Like, yes. Okay. You know, five love languages, like you said, affirmation, acts of service, or, you know, whatever the other three are, but I feel like, again, and like, it's the principle underlying that, that even shows 
that you love and care so much about somebody because you would like to know what those are in order to find out like what is most fulfilling in a relationship, let's say. Right. So I think that there's just like, I guess a lot to, to perhaps even unpack there, but ultimately it's, it's that care and respect and appreciation and love in a relationship and what, and just finding out what is meaningful for somebody. I'm sure that, you know, okay. So, so let's, Let's talk about this because you know the theory. So I'm sure you've like, <laughs> you realize in our relationship, you know, like what is meaningful to me? So what is it? <laughs> Let's tell service. everybody. Acts of service 100% uh, is number one for you. because, <laughs> And it's very, you make it very, well, I know you <laughs> personally make it very obvious because anytime I do something, whether it's, um vacuuming let's say even the smallest thing but if i vacuum the carpet veronica is just (laughs) so extremely grateful and happy and she's just like thank you so much wow thank you and she's like okay yeah like she is feeling love because i've done something for her that she appreciates um and so yeah (laughs) your number one is acts of service um so um and like you said it's it's just knowing that it's just knowing that in the other person right hearing them communicate their gratitude and thankfulness for something (laughs) is an indicator of what they are looking for to be shown that you love them so veronica has had a mini for those of you not watching the youtube video Veronica's having a slight uh, laugh attack. So uh, when you're ready, you can go ahead and follow up on that. My cheeks hurt and I'm trying not to audibly laugh so loud because in this non-techie equipment podcast setup that we have, it picks up the loudest sound, I feel like. So, you know, for those of you that have listened and you're like, why do they sound like they're cutting each other off? You want to know why? Because we don't have official equipment and our internet is not fabulous. So while we are having a reciprocal conversation, sometimes by the time we export it, we're like, wow, it sounds like we're talking over one another. Well, we can't do anything about it. It's not perfect. We're still going to put it out there. So there's a little tidbit about that. But the reason why I'm laughing is because many of you will agree with me out there. Vacuum lines are sexy. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Or maybe you don't agree with me. But honestly, like, yeah, if you're going to vacuum and like I go upstairs and I'm like, there's vacuum lines. (laughs) It's just, or sometimes we say like fresh sheet Sunday. Like it's like the best thing. And I appreciate that so much. And I think the reason why I appreciate it so much, I think. What did you say the other day? And it made me laugh so hard. But anyways, Neil declared like out loud that he was about to go vacuum. And I think he was, I think he actually said something like, I'm about to go turn you on. (laughs) But it was like, but like I was in another room and he was going upstairs to vacuum. And so I think it's, again, like it's just that principle and the thought underneath that that I'm like, the fact that, you know, you know that that might be meaningful or something that like, I get so like grateful and excited over here. I'm having a laugh attack about it. Um, and the fact that you want to go ahead and do that, like that's meaningful. 
Like that's, you know, it's again, it's not even that specific thing for me. It's always about principle. And like, you know, Neil and I get into these conversations a lot. And sometimes on the flip side of things, I'll get really irritated about something or I'll be irritated about feeling irritated. And I'm like, it's the principle. So for me, often it's always like what's underlying and it's the meaning. And, you know, I'm very sentimental, sappy cheese ball. Um, so I think it's like, it's that. Yeah. And it's maybe uh, on top of um, vacuum lines, um, a scrub <laughs> toilet. You know, I know that's how much <laughs> you appreciate somebody who cleans uh, a toilet. So yeah, it's, you, you, yeah, you, you make it very well known what makes you very happy uh, when it comes to anything clean. Well, how long have we been together again? 21 years. So I think the one day I was like, how many toilets do you think I've scrubbed in 21 years? (laughs) But here's the thing here. Like, let's talk about love and let's talk about give and take and relationships. And a lot of people ask us, okay, what's the magic or whatever. Right. And I think again, you can't generalize and you know, what works for one relationship can't be copied and pasted or so easily you know, kind of applied to another relationship. Because as you mentioned, there's a lot of different factors. There's a lot of different love languages. There's a lot of different like give and take and you know what that looks like. Um, I lost my train of thought. What was I just supposed to talk about? You know, you're just talking about like what works for us, what makes us. Oh, yes. yeah. And like, you know, we often say communication and respect and things, and and we're not trying to make it seem like it's easy. Relationships take work. Of course they do. Any relationship takes work, friendships, anything, right? And it's, I mean, it's not perfect all the time. I don't think that that's, again, like attainable. We talked about that during a podcast as well. But out of respect, if something is bugging me, Neil and I have this conversation pretty often though, because we do feel like one of the biggest foundation pieces is communication because like Neil's not a mind reader. I'm also not a mind reader. I mean, can I feel energy very often? Yes. Um, but I think it's like, if there's something that I really like or dislike, I'm going to try to communicate that to you. If I'm upset, I don't have a good poker face and I feel like actually like it's unfair to a certain extent and I will tell you. And I think it's like a whole, you know, part of it is the communication, but part of it is the respect and the care, the reciprocity, the love that goes into it. Because, you know, if you were to say something to me, like, I don't know, I don't like when you leave the toothpaste cap off or something like, let's just, I don't know, random, super random example. But I would be like, okay, then I will make a concerted effort to put that cap back on for you, even though it might not seem like a big deal to me because it means something to you. So I think that's like a big component of it. I guess like, you know, I, you know, we talked about, okay, don't go to bed angry, but I don't think I've ever said something in terms of, you know, if you say like, what's wrong, if I can't talk about it, I'll just say like, I need some time, but I've never said, whatever or like nothing because I don't feel like that's fair to you in a sense then right you can obviously sense something is wrong so I'm going to tell you and I think like from that we've grown 
so much over the past 21 years. Um, so I don't know if you have anything to say about that, but then I, I was thinking about like our love story a little bit too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing that I would just say about the, um, you know, our love and, and what sort of makes us, us and any advice, I guess, is, is we don't try and make our relationship something that it's not. And you said like, and I'll, I'll, I'll just speak to that is like, you said something to me the other day about like, Oh, like, I really wish that I don't remember a specific example, but you're like, I wish I could do this or that. I'm like, but that's not who we are. Like just because other relationships or other, like, let's say moms or whatever are doing something right. Like that doesn't work for our relationship and our family. And we do things, what, we want to do that we like we can work around right and so if if other relationships are doing something that doesn't work for you like just find what you know that you can work with in a sense and and really just go from there and not try and again compare not try and copy but just know that the basis of it again is respect between each other and for each other um, to, to make sure that your situation, whatever it is, is working for you. So, yeah. Okay. You have a love story that you want to talk about? Um, I was just going to share details about like our little love story. I, guess. I think we talked about it a little bit before, but I guess just in the spirit of Valentine's day and, and all of that, I, you know, I think people are like wondering, how did you guys get together? Like, what is your love story? Do you want me to tell them the story about how um, I made you guess? Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, for those of you who listened to the episode where we talked about our beginning of our love story, yeah, Veronica and I met in high school. It was in chemistry class. You know, we had met the summer heading into grade 11. Um, and so, those of you who have had the extreme pleasure of meeting Veronica uh, know that her energy is, again, just extremely welcoming, warm, and just, like, full of love. Uh, and it even comes across in a virtual capacity, too. So um, I felt that immediately. Um, and you, you all heard the story about uh, the candy. So it really started to evolve that year and we began to have group projects where um, after the group left i would stay for many hours not involving schoolwork and we would just hang out and really just get to know <laughs> each other um and that's where you know the story of her mom and, and me invading their personal space um, really evolved um so you know coming into it was uh the the November time frame, I would say, where, you know, when you're in high school, you have your semi-formal, uh, at least we did in the December time frame. So November was the time frame where people were starting to ask another person out or go to the dance or whatever it was back in uh, a high school for us. So me, never having been in a relationship before, um, I was very um, timid, shy, and not very good with my words, let's say. Um, and I, Veronica kind of, I think, in the back of her mind knew, but she wanted me to say who <laughs> I was interested in taking to the dance. Um, and my way of making her say it without me having to say it 
was a guessing game. Okay, so I tried to force her to say herself, but who's going to say themselves in a game? Nobody, okay, because you don't want to be let down, especially when you're 16 years old. So, yeah, that's how I did the, um, that's how I tried to ask her to go to a dance, uh, was to make her guess her own name. Uh, so, um, don't do that. That's not a good way to do it for anybody who's listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was sort of how it all began. So then, yeah, I asked her to the dance and my whole plan was, um, in the back of my mind to formally ask her to be my girlfriend at the dance, which took me all night again, because I was so uncomfortable, awkward, and shy. Uh, I waited till the last possible moment of the night to do it because that's just, you know, how it goes when you're 16 years old and you don't know what to do. Um, so yeah, that's really where it all started. And, um, I think I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, you know what, I'm hundred percent, um, glad that it happened that way because it makes for funny stories 21 years later on a podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> in the moment, um, uh, I'm sure Veronica was very frustrated and like confused as to why this boy would not just say her damn name and uh, ask her <laughs> semi-formal. It was so cute thinking back about it, but you know, you're right because I think I just came to the realization actually. So like we were watching actually Wedding Singer. So it's one of those movies that kind of throw us back. Like we always talk about how there's memories associated with like sometimes like scents or, you know, food or music. And so in, you know, Neil's overstayed welcome in a sense, I loved, I loved every time we spent time together though. Me we too, spent a me lot too, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I could spend 24 seven with you and I, I, I have since we were 16. Um, uh, but I just know it wasn't your mom's favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, anyways, so we were sitting watching Wedding Singer and it was getting kind of late and, you know, we were talking about, it. I think we had talked about it earlier too. And that was when like everybody was around for the group project. And I think you were the only guy in our group project. And anyways, somehow we let it go, which is funny because, you know, I can't see that happening. But anyways, the group let it go. They all left. Neil stayed. We watched Wedding Singer that was on cable right? We didn't have a choice as to what to watch. It was just on. Okay. No choices, which, okay. Squirrely story. But, um, if Eileen ever listens to this, we were away at a cheer competition and the girls really wanted to watch a movie. And when you're in a hotel, you're either paying $25 for like to rent a movie. We're trying to stream it. I'm trying to explain to them when we were younger, we just watched whatever the TV told us to watch. We turned it on. The most choice that you had was the channel, but it told you what to watch. You were watching commercials and all sorts of stuff. Anyways, so we're watching Wedding Singer. And yeah, like we got on the topic again because obviously I was super curious. And deep down, I was like, could it actually be me? So we have this guessing game and I'm guessing like these girls' names. I'm sure I have this written down in like a diary with a lock somewhere if it ever made it like throughout the moves. I totally documented this. Um, and then Neil would be like, no. And then I'd say another girl's name and he's like, no. And then I think by the time I got to like the fourth girl's name, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe it's me. And then I was like, and you know what I said, actually, instead of guessing myself, I think I did totally turn like a mood corner. And I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> 100%. You, you got upset. I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. Oh gosh, I've screwed it up. 
Anyways, yeah, no, um, yeah, bad advice. Uh, yeah, don't take that advice. Don't play the guessing game if you want to ask somebody out. Um, no, but that was the first step. And I think that also, like, okay, I know we don't always have to, like, bring up life lessons for every situation, but I'm so glad that you had the courage to even attempt to do that. Because what if you didn't, though? I mean, who knows? Maybe you would be with girl one, two, three, or four. Then. <laughs> but I think it's like, I don't know. I just think about all those things. And it's so fun to reminisce. And yes, okay, so we finally go to semi-formal. And, you know, it, it like there's all these things about when you're in high school, like making it official and asking and everything. And then, you know, we were going to semi-formal together. You had already asked me and I was kind of like, I don't know, like, you know, is this ever going to become something official? And for the record, it did become official. And he asked me, um, during, a Backstreet Boys slow dance song near the end of the dance. Actually, I think it was the very last one. And I was like, is it going to happen? Like time's ticking. Oh, bless you. Well, and then to, to tie it all in together, um, you know, the Backstreet Boys just had their tour this summer and, you know, us not keeping up with the music scene. Um, we didn't realize until they were in our city that they were playing concerts again. And you're like, oh, like it's too late to get them thinking that, um, you know, Backstreet Boys sell out concerts like mm -hmm. old school styles. Um, and so um, they happen to be playing in a, in a city two hours away from us uh, two nights later. You're like, okay, I got to take our oldest to the concert. Like this has to happen because like it is nostalgic and this is going to be her first concert, just like Backstreet Boys was your first concert. So you made it happen. Uh, and then, you know, the song obviously comes on, they play it live in the concert and you told her like the story a little bit, but you know, as much as uh, an eight year old can understand. Um, and, and so that was pretty, um, you know, cool from our perspective for that to make it full circle 21 years later um, at a concert. Yeah, that was definitely an amazing moment. So there you have it, a little bit of Neil and I's story um, of how we got together when we were 16 to the Backstreet Boys and Guessing Games and Wedding Singer. Um, but I just, you know, when, when we talk about life is love, and like you said, love can mean different things. It can be shown in different ways and, and it can also ebb and flow. And I think, you know, when you were talking about even like our relationship and um, what that looks like for us, it's also stepping into different things at different times because depending on what the situation is and what that looks like, and it is very like give and take and it takes work and Ultimately, though, with the whole aspect of life as love, like you don't need to wait for a certain day or someone to, you know, tell you, like, go express it or whatever that is. Oh, you're going to sneeze and attack, aren't you? Oh, poor you. But it's true. Like, I think, you know, with today being Valentine's Day, 
it was just very, um, you know, you know, the, the stars aligned, let's say, for us to be able to talk about this, that an episode released on Valentine's Day. Um, and we do, I guess, formally in a way celebrate it. But again, we make um, very conscious efforts to share our love between each other, um, between our kids and between our friends and community um, and with everyone here. Um, just how much we truly appreciate um, the feedback because I know um, there was um, and you posted this on our on our Instagram somebody who reached out to you just to let you know sort of what one episode impact made on them and that just made us feel loved for doing this um, so things like that right like if you're feeling something or something you know moved you to feel a certain way um, the best thing I think just to know is just tell just tell that person because it could just absolutely make them feel loved and appreciated and grateful for whatever they did. And I think that that is the main thing that, although today is the height of sharing things and maybe it's just, you know, a good excuse to tell more people or tell people more often that you're within your circle, um, but make sure we continue it on 364 other days of the year because it just means so much to every person um, no matter how big or how small it is. So um, thank you everybody for allowing us to tell some stories today about our love. Uh, and I hope that you had a fantastic Valentine's Day and you received love. Uh, and we look forward to speaking with you again later this week and more episodes about Life Is With Us. And uh, we can't thank you enough for your support. Have a great day, everybody.